Pickaxe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Right. Hello, everyone. Oh, hello. I didn't realize we'd start. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Sam's going to keep that in. Oh, no. <laughs> Quick, say something. Uh, devastating (laughs) I always think that like if you say something like if someone you're streaming with makes a mistake should you say something really bad over it and I'm like no because then people just keep it in even more (laughs) you just need to ignore it just 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 pretend it didn't happen I I do not perceive (laughs) they used to do it on um they on the bake-off when it was Mel and Sue on the BBC if ever someone was getting upset by something and they didn't want people to show it on the TV, they would just stand in front of the person and just like F and Jeff so they couldn't keep it in. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> They'd be like, we got you. Don't worry. Um, welcome to the comfort zone. Welcome. Hi. <laughs> welcome to comfort zone. I'm Kirsty. I'm Bryony. And we're going to listen to some dreams. Kirsty has had a dream this week. I had a dream. He had a In dream. In fact, I had two dreams, but I didn't oh record the second gosh. one. Uh, but it I remember it. I do remember it. Bunched straight into the dream pool. I did. Well, not as much as you, but but yeah, I have something at least. I was saying to Kirsty that I had four dreams last night. Three of them were absolutely horrendous. Uh, horrendous. Two of them involving animals in my care. Um Actually, no, one of them, it was that, like, our little hamster, Julietta, I, like, found her, and she was, like, covered in sores. And then partway through the dream, Fionn ran in, and then she just peed on the floor and ran out, and I was like, okay. So technically, all three (laughs) of the animals were in the dreams. Aww. Um, But then I also had this dream that was really cool, but I didn't include it because it was just surrounded by such sad things. But it was that we were, like, going on holiday with Alex's family, and... We were staying in this city where all of the tallest buildings were painted like comic books. And it was just like the visuals of it were so good. Um, And then we got there and Alex's family wanted to like give me a present. But his parents were both just really drunk and they kept giggling every time they tried to tell me what it was. But in the bedroom I was staying in, I was staying in like a children's bedroom and it was so nice and it had this little shop in the corner you would have loved this room it had this little shop in the corner that was just like the child had done little drawings and made all these little trinkets and then they were selling them and they were so cute and I was like I'm gonna buy something from this shop before I leave 
Aww. That does sound like a me dream. It was I love, just it. Really I love a gift shop. I think it's because I saw this thing on Instagram the other day. I can't remember the account, but it's this art account that I follow, and they had made a mini doodle vending machine where you put in it's in america so i think you put in like a quarter and then you get just like a tiny little a sort of about the same size as like mm, like half the palm of your hand you get this little doodle just gets sent out so i think it was that just sneaking into the dream that's so nice yeah well i had a dream last night that I was, oh, hang on, Tabs has got zoomies, so sorry if you hear him running around like a maniac. <laughs> He's probably done a poo. So I had a dream that I was, I, I don't know where I was. I, it might have been school, but it didn't, it didn't look like any school I'd ever been to. But I, I went to this place and I was wearing these like white and pink trainers. They were like the chunky trainers. Um, like you like the skater trainers that people used to wear when they weren't wearing vans when we were teenagers. Yeah. And um I got there and everyone was doing crafts, I think. So they were doing like fabric painting and stuff like that. Um, like stuff with resin. It was very cool. And I had when I'd arrived at this place, I had parked nearby and I specifically thought, I have parked close by. So I don't have to do any long walks to my car. I can get home early and it'll be great. So I go about the day doing my crafts. Um, I, I think there were some expensive paints there. So I sort of put some in my bag like, I'll take those. I'll, I'll use them at home. And, uh, <laughs> and then when it came to the end of the day, I at some point I'd taken my shoes off. So I went to go and get my shoes and there was only one. And I was like, where's my other shoe? Where, where is my trainer? I need it. And I'm running around looking for this trainer over and over and over again. Like, there, are, there are so many like white trainers. There are like these fancy high heels and everything. And people are pointing like, is it this one that's like a super fancy high heel? And I'm like, no. And <laughs> I'm trying to find this trainer and I can't bloody find it. So I'm walking around with one trainer on and just a sock on the other <laughs> foot. And... Then it sort of merged into being like a workplace because then it got to about six o'clock. I was meant to leave at five and it got to six o'clock and the next shift came in. And one of them was a lady I used to work with at Asda and she she could talk your ear off. She she talks so much, this woman. Yeah. And she still works there. So when I when I go shopping, I, I'm, I see her and I'm like, right, brace yourself. And <laughs> we're in for the long haul. We're in for the long haul. And... um. So she's walking alongside me and she's talking about bloody everything. And I'm just like, I need to find my shoe. And I'm looking at the clock and it's like 10 to 6. And I'm like, so much for getting to my car early and going home. <laughs> and I still can't find my bloody trainers. And that was it. I just, I don't think I ever found them. <laughs> I think in the end, I got just a one that was completely different, like a, a black one. And I was walking along like, I'll just, I'll just start a new trend. I'll have mismatched trainers. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and that was it. That was the dream. Strange. <laughs> but I was it wasn't I was just I was just annoyed. I was like, who's taking my trainers? And at one point yeah. I, I went into um like a fitting room 
like going back to how it merged with work, like I used to work on the clothes department. So I went into the fitting room looking for my trainer. Like I was somebody like taking it and tried to try it on or something. And, and I was like rifling through all of the stuff that needed to be put back on the shop floor and it wasn't there. And I was like, where's my shoe? <laughs> I'm going to look up shoe. I'm going to see what your shoes could mean. Okay. Shoes signify our ability or otherwise to be grounded and in touch with everyday life. Oh, oh no. You're only half grounded. Yeah, I mean, that sounds about right. I I am losing the plot. (laughs) Recognizing shoes that we or others are wearing in dreams are strange alerts. Are strange. Wait, in a dream are strange alerts us to... Oh, recognizing that the shoes are strange alerts us to an adjustment that needs to be made to our attitude to life. Oh. Were the shoes strange at all? This is too real. Um, <laughs> they they weren't strange. I mean, they're not anything I would ever wear. They were kind of like... They, they were... They had a red... Not red. They had a pink trim at the bottom. Like the, the sole was pink all around the edge. And yeah. then they were like white trainers, and I think they had like the vel- two, like two velcro straps over the top, and it had like pink accents. And then they were kind of like high top trainers, but they were Ooh. like the chunky version. They weren't like Converse; they were chunky, like skater trainers. Um, or I say trainers. I'm talking plural. There was only one. I couldn't find the <laughs> trainer. other one. Trainer. Uh, he says, yeah. lacing up shoes in a dream is supposed to be a well-known symbol of death." Oh, good. Well, Is my it? my trainers were Velcro, so I'm all right. You're immortal, that means. <laughs> I'm immortal. Hi, <laughs> mate. You've, you've beat the I've, system. I've cracked it. <laughs> oh, I'd love to have Velcro shoes. I miss Velcro shoes. I think the equivalent like now is, like, if you have a pair of boots with some laces on, but you don't use the laces because there's a sneaky zip at the side. Oh. Yeah. I really want to buy myself some new shoes. I've got, new like... shoes. I was thinking about this recently. I do this really bad thing where I have I have stuff. So I, I have right. stuff. And then that makes me feel like I can't buy new stuff. But the stuff I have is like raggedy and falling apart. But I'm like, but I've still got the stuff. So I won't buy a new thing. And then I end up just having like the same pair of shoes until they physically like disintegrate and cannot be functioning as shoes anymore before I'll buy new ones. And really, I feel like I need to find a good middle ground see i'm kind of the opposite i um i own a lot of shoes but i tend to stick to like the same two pairs (laughs) (laughs) um and i'll open my cover and i'll be like oh i bought those (laughs) (laughs) um but i i I just really like boots like i like like little uh what do you call them do you call them biker boots like just the small black ones with the laces they're really nice i have a pair that i wear types yeah Yeah, 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 yeah. I have a pair that I wear all the time and they are so busted now. But I just, I when I was a teenager, I I would always buy the same style from work. So I would have these boots and I would wear them every single day until they were just completely busted. And then I'd go out and I'd buy the same ones again. And and I would just wear these shoes. I love them. I love them. But now That's it's... That's a good um, thing to do though because I have a friend who... He loved this particular make of trainers and he's is some like he's got quite big feet so it, it can be difficult to find trainers and once he found these trainers that really fit him well he and like they like stopped doing them in the shop that he got him from 
So he then just started going on to like eBay and buying pair after pair of all these trainers. And he has like five spare pairs in his wardrobe so that Aww. when one wears out, he's like on to the next one. It's like a Dude, That's such a good idea. Like I wish I'd done that with my trainers, not my trainers, my boots now. Because they're so comfy and they're so nice. And and I've had them for like five years now, at least. Yeah. And, but they still, like I wore them to my parents and my mum knows that I've had these boots for years and years. And they're so clapped out, but she was like, oh, I like your boots. Are they new? And I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I wish they were. I should have bought yeah. backups. That's one, of my, that's one of my pieces of advice. Is if you find a good pair of shoes, buy a second pair because they will stop making them and mm. you'll be sad. Words to live by. I, I want to do that one day and I'll just, I just feel so satisfied. But I've finally done it. I'm thinking ahead. <laughs> The problem is, I don't know that I will enjoy the shoes until I've worn them a bit. That's true. Rouge. Rouge. I, yeah, I, I just need to, I need to be a bit more kirsty. I need to go and actually buy stuff. We should go shopping. be happy. We should. I, I love shopping. See, this is the thing. I hate shopping, which is why I don't do it. <laughs> and then go with I'm me. like... I open up my wardrobe and I'm like, it's like a wardrobe that's absolutely full. And I'm like, I have nothing to wear. And it's just because I don't want to wear any of it <laughs> because it's all stuff that I've had for like decades and it's uncomfortable now. But I'm just like, but I don't want to have to go shopping for things. <laughs> I wish clothes would just appear that fit. God, yeah. No, honestly, I'm kind of like that with clothes, to be fair. But I do like going out and buying more but I still have all of the horrible stuff that I don't wear anymore. It doesn't fit in my wardrobe. So I'm just, I just end up wearing the same stuff because it's like, I don't want to open my wardrobe and filter all of It's sort of, of like awkward because it's clothes that aren't, they're so like raggedy that they can't be given to like a charity shop or anything. And then it just feels like a waste to just get rid of things. And I'm not thrifty enough to, you know, you get people who they make these like, you know, they'll be like, oh, I took a sleeve of this and I put it on this and I reused it or they can embroider things and make them pretty again and stuff. I just I just can't do any of that. So I, I'm like, mm. it feels like a waste to chuck stuff. But where else does it go? I think if it's really busted, it might be time. It might be time yeah. to check it out. And then we'll go shopping and we'll buy some stuff. I need to I'm... like Marie Kondo the shit out of my wardrobe. <laughs> Same, to be honest. But like... um man shopping is great it's like you know when we play minecraft with rithian yeah and we're walking along with rithian he turns around and both of us are gone and he yells at us like where did you go <laughs> you were right here yeah that's me when shopping <laughs> i i'm just everywhere and i'm like i want to buy all the junk and all of the nice things and then i'll, I'll, I'll appear and i'll have an arm full of just clothes or shoes or video games <laughs> <laughs> I should just do so it. We have to go. Because I think I'm like, I get it from, I definitely get it from my parents. Like, <laughs> this is all of a sudden a therapy session now. But my mum and dad are when is it very, not? <laughs> they're like very thrifty to the point where my parents, I'm so proud of them. They are finally getting their bathroom done. And we've barely had like a floor in our bathroom for like 15 years oh my god <laughs> finally like yeah go on then we'll get it done and i'm like i'm so happy that you are treating yourselves because they deserve like 
Aww. every good thing in the world. So I'm I'm happy that they actually are treating themselves to it. But then I've inherited it where like I spend I must spend this is an exaggeration, but I must spend about like ten minutes in the morning taking socks out of my sock drawer and being like, no, they have holes. Put them back in. No, those ones have. I'll put oh them my back god! In. No, those. And then I'm like, why don't I just put them? Either fix in them or the bin. put them in the bin. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> so that I don't do the same thing the next day. And then sometimes I'll wear them and I'll be like, oh, well, I'm wearing them now. I'll throw them away at the end of the day. And I forget yeah. and I put them in the wash and they're back in the drawer again. <laughs> See, I'm awful and I, <laughs> I, I will do my washing. I'll put it on the like the area, and then when I need socks, I'll go to the area instead of the drawer, and I'll be like. Yeah, they'll do. I'll put them on and I'll be like, oh, these are the ones with the holes in. I'll wear them anyway. And then I put them yeah. in the wash. They get washed. They go on the air and then I put them on again. And I'm like, oh, the cycle continues. The they don't even make it to the drawer. Yeah. I, I, I said to, I actually said to Rithian the other day, I was like, when I get my ADHD meds, I feel like I'm going to be that Wojak with where he, the one that's sitting on the throne of his own brain, like sipping a drink. That's going to be me. <laughs> But right now I'm just like, uh. <laughs> I'm just, yeah, I really need to like the difference between, I mean, you've seen it. The difference between Alex's side of our bedroom and my side of the yeah. bedroom. <laughs> Alex's is like folded t-shirts put away in a drawer and neatly threaded cables that go up the back of the thing and the charger rests perfectly on the top and then mine is just as if someone has robbed the place but <laughs> left everything <laughs> they've just been just scrabbling through everything looking for something and then realised there's nothing worth it just your leave. side of the bedroom is my entire bedroom <laughs> <laughs> and I wake up every day like I should pick up all of this stuff and then I leave the bedroom <laughs> yeah out of sight, out of mind. Just I do not perceive. I'm going to try and find what I can wear today by doing the pick up off the floor and smell it test. Yes. Oh, my <laughs> it smells bad. Do I put it in the wash? No, nah. it goes back on the floor. Put it back on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> to be smelled again tomorrow. Oh. <laughs> Maybe it will smell better by then. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to the ADHD podcast. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh. My life is a mess. <laughs> so is my bedroom. <laughs> Why well, isn't it like your bedroom meant to be like a reflection of your oh, mind? Oh no! Oh god! <laughs> I'm in trouble. <laughs> Do you want to know something really bad? Okay. Um, my friend the other day was reading out the latest. Oh, I can't remember the exact wording of it. But it was basically like the American Linguistic Society and they say like the most um, used like new words and new slang and new like the new suffix for 2022 was ussy. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> uh, it has like the most used emotes for 2022, which was like the melting face emoji <laughs> <laughs> and the upside down smile. But they also had... Like, I can't remember what this one, what category this one was, but it was like, I guess, abbreviation or something like that. And it was, um, it was Menti B for a mental breakdown. <laughs> mental breakdown. <laughs> and I keep using it and I'm like, this is not something you can just use in casual conversation. But now this whole time I've just been like, you know, rooms are a mess. 
bit of a menti bee. <laughs> Woke up, tried to pick socks, had a bit of a menti bee, carried on with the day. <laughs> I just, I can't stop using it. And I'm going to use it in the wrong context at one point. And, oh. You got to laugh. You got to laugh. One of the other ones was like Short King, I think was one. Short King! Short King. Amazing. <laughs> what is, do we know what the most used emoji is yet? I don't know. I guess they have to wait until the end of the year. I guess that's why yeah. the 2022 ones had only just been out. But yeah, I wonder what it will be. For me, it will be the eyes. Eyes emoji. I use that one. That's like my most used one now. Just the, the little eyes, eyes looking sideways. One. Like, Hang on. <laughs> Let me check my most recently used emojis. Oh yeah, what are your what okay. are your top five? This this is no longer about dreams. <laughs> what are my, your like top five? Well, well, my most recently used. It's not giving me a top five, but just the most recent, and it's cowboy emoji. Um, every color of heart. <laughs> uh, colon D colon P smiley face cry laugh cry. Smiley face. This is very, very <laughs> vanilla. <laughs> Mine are too. My last five used ones are the like grimace emoji. You know the one with the straight mouth showing a lot of teeth. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. The melty face one, but that's just because I've started using that because of that thing. Yeah. Uh, cry laughing. Um, sad face and happy face, but crying. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm okay. It's fine. <laughs> I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> Everything is fine. Just a bit of a minty bee. <laughs> Just a little minty bee. <laughs> well, shall we listen to your dream? It's been a few weeks yes. since I've heard one of yours. Dream time. I wanted to dive on into your little brain pool and splash my feeties around. I don't remember the dream, oh. uh, but the name of the file is Dustbins, so you can have fun Excellent. with that. Enjoy. Uh, <laughs> let's give it a listen. Okay. Three, two, one, here we go. Hello. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. 
When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. I had a dream that um, me and my brother were out. I can't remember where we were, but we started heading home to our parents. And um, I got there first. And there were some eggs in the car, and I was like, I need to break the eggs so me and mum can have egg sandwiches. So I opened the car, and I cracked one egg, and it had a tiny little yolk in it. Um, And I was like, oh, these are crap. So I took it to the door, and mum opened the door, and she was like, oh, don't worry about those eggs. She was like, I've bought a 12-pack, so we can have nice fresh ones. Um, and I'm like, all right, cool. So I go in and we start cracking these eggs. And the first one we crack was, it was like, it, well, it was fertilized. It had like a tiny little chicken in the yolk. And I was like, oh no, we, we, well, these are fertilized. We can't, we can't, um, we can't eat these. So we kept cracking them. We were like, oh, it might just be the one. And we're cracking them and we're cracking them. And every single one had a chicken in it. And it was like, oh, my God. And then my mum starts cracking them really aggressively. She's just, like, slamming on the floor. I'm like, mum, you need to calm down. What if there's one that's alive, you know, that's about to hatch? So I take the next one and I really gently open it. It has a little bird in it. It has a little bird. But it's not a chicken. It's like a... It's like a... Not a parrot, but something like that. You know, it's like a blue bird. And it sees me, and... Then it comes out, and it starts flying around. And it's like, well, now I own this bird that came out of a egg. Um, and it's flying around, and, and we're worried that Tabs won't get on with him. Although there was a different cat, it wasn't Tabs, I can't remember what cat it was, but there was a cat there. And, um, but they were getting on fine, they were getting on fine. And, um, I can't, I can't really remember what else happened there. We never got our egg sandwich, I know that much. But then the dream jumped ahead and we were escaping from somewhere in space and we had to use like Mario-style power-ups to survive. And we managed to get to this platform and um, someone who I was with, I have no idea who the people I was with were, but one of them got um, a power-up that let them like smash obstacles, but the obstacles had to be pink. Um, so she's going ahead and she's smashing the pink obstacles, and then eventually we come to like a pool of water, and there's lots of... Um, 
dustbins. And one of the guys that we were with, he's like, okay, right, let's grab a dustbin and we'll swim over. We'll have a dustbin each. Um, so the, the girl who had the power up, she gets in the dustbin first. And then I get in the second one and I look down and I'm like, oh, there's an old pound in the, in the bottom of this one. Like the, the pound before they changed the design. Um, and then the other two get in their dustbins and we start swimming over. But there's someone on the other side and it turns into a game and they're like, okay, so I'm going to count and I want you to see how long you can survive without the dustbin sinking. And I'm going to ask you some trivia questions. Um, and P-Flax was there. I think P-Flax was involved in this for some reason. So we're, like, swimming over in our dustbins, and they're already starting to sink, and, like, water's getting in. And meanwhile, this person on the other end of the pool is asking us trivia questions about, like, the Hunger Games and stuff. Um, and I think at that point, one of the other people in the bins became Katie Morrison. And she was very good at the Hunger Games questions. The people were just shifting constantly, like, who they were. Um, yeah, so we were just... I was reading these questions. All of the bins sunk. Two of them started floating, but everyone got out of their bins and was just swimming. And nobody really won the competition. Um, and then, and that was it. And then I woke up. I was like, yeah, GG, the end. GG. 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 Um, I wonder if part of the dream, because there was like Tabs meeting another cat and getting along with them, and then Katie was in the dream. I wonder if it's because I was saying that you should move in with Katie. <laughs> <laughs> and See, just become now, like a three cat household. I feel like the dream happened before you said that. Oh. Let me check when this was recorded. This was recorded. Yeah, this is from the 27th of June. Oh. Um so this this maybe it's a premonition. Maybe I should move in Tabs with Katie Morris. Will Tabs is going to get he's going to get two sons. Ah, baby. <laughs> It just made me laugh when I was thinking about it so much because I was hanging out with Katie and I was saying about like how lovely it would be if you moved down to Bristol. And I was saying like, oh, you should just like, if you two both moved in together and she was like, yeah, that'd be so good. And then we were like, oh, but Tabs might not take well to fatherhood with two such crazy kittens. So I guess <laughs> Angus is like two now, but Pippin is still very much in like kitten phase. Baby, <laughs> just imagining, you know, when you get those videos of animals where it's like, like a, a big dog being harassed by a puppy, and then they just turn yeah. and face the camera, like, oh no, oh please help. <laughs> they have to just be like on top of a wardrobe, just like, no, what are you? <laughs> I feel like, honestly, I feel like Tabs would warm up quite well to another cat, especially a kitten. I don't know why, but I just get that vibe. Um, the problem is he's FIV positive, so I can't just go and get him a friend. Yeah. Like they have to be FIV positive, and a lot of the time rescues are like FIV cats have to be homed alone. And so, but I have an FIV cat, and they're like, nope, alone. <laughs> yeah. And 
So it's just more difficult. But I want him to I have guess... a little friend. Would the risk be even if it was another indoor cat? Is it like if he accidentally is it is it passed just by like scratches and bites, or can it be passed it's... other ways? I think it's bodily fluid, so I don't know if it can be passed through. Oh, if you like grooming and stuff, and grooming, yeah. Like if he uh, licked himself and then they licked him, I don't know, but it's easily contracted by contact in normal household settings, such as grooming, eating the same food, or contact with other secretions from the nose, mouth, or urine of infected cats. So yeah, like oh. literally just being near him yeah. infects them because he's an infected boy. Don't be less he. Yes, you are. <laughs> Every time I see another like FIV cat in a rescue, I'm just like friend for tabs. <laughs> friend. <laughs> I would love for him to have a friend. I just love the thought of him being like just getting like another like like a crusty boyfriend. <laughs> yes. Oh. Just being a couple of boys together. Just a couple of boys. A I guess he could crusty men. A, he could have a crusty wife too, I guess. Could. <laughs> Babies. The thing is, a lot of the FIV cats in rescues are often males. Rarely yeah. find a female. There, there was one at work. Um, her name was Tabitha, which was perfect. She was literally Mrs. <gasps> Tab Tab. Um, and she was with a friend. And when they came in, they were tested. And it was like, right, they've both got FIV. But then they tested them later on, and it turns out she didn't have FIV, and somehow Ooh. she didn't catch it. She just did not catch it from this other cat. Um, so they were separated because they didn't really like each other anyway. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they were together, but they kind of just annoyed each other. So it was like, well, may as they well just, just tolerated each other more than yeah. liking each other. <laughs> but when, um, yeah, when it was like, oh, she doesn't have FIV, I was like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to take her home. <laughs> yeah. It she was, was a like a like really that. fluffy, long-haired tabby. Aww. And she would have been the perfect Mrs. Tab Tab. Lord and Lady Tabs. <laughs> <laughs> we, um, because with Genevieve had Pastorella, so, which we didn't really know that much about when we bonded her with Jerry. And then in hindsight, I mean, obviously glad that we got jerry but in hindsight i would have been a bit more careful with getting her a partner if i had known what i know now sort of thing at the time because mm -hmm. the rescue sort of like let us adopt her and they were just sort of like oh she's got the snuffles and we didn't know what that was we just thought like oh she's just a snuffly waffly snuffles like years of medication and having to go through procedures because it turns out it's actually a really serious horrendous thing for her to have um <laughs> Oh. But by that point, we'd already like bonded her with Jerry. And so when we lost her, they were like, you shouldn't like the vet was like, Jerry won't have a friend. He's been exposed to Pastorella. It's not fair. Don't get him a friend. And I was like, oh, my gosh, my little boy is just going to be lonely forever. Because obviously Aww. bunnies are like very social and, and they thrive with friends. And then when like a month later, the same vet was like, tell a lie. There's this girl who's been exposed to Pastorella as well. She doesn't have it, but she has been exposed. So I was sort of like, oh, poor girl, but also, yay. <laughs> <laughs> and um, touch wood, neither of them have ever shown signs of it. That's good. It's just that they've both had exposure. So, fingies crossed. 
fingers good. crossed. Oh my gosh, just before we started recording today, I was looking at Jerry, as I often do, and he's got new, like, white hairs on his nose. And I was just <gasps> there like, oh, oh no. he's a baby. No. <laughs> oh, bless him. He's just a small baby. He's just very young and small. Yeah, not, fresh, not an old fresh man. from the womb. Fresh <laughs> from the womb. I found oh. a picture of Tabitha, I think. Sorry, I'm going to send it to you. Sorry, oh. everyone listening. You you can't see this, but... Oh, I you have to Brian-y tweet it with the... Um, oh, oh my gosh, they're grumpy little faces together. They're both be grumpy. Little chnookamoss. He's your little girlfriend. Oh, I, I was so distracted by the picture of the cat that I closed. I had my finger in the book because I was gonna. I was gonna talk about the dream. We are. Oh yeah. On a roll today. Dreams. <laughs> Welcome everyone. As soon as you posted a picture of a cat, I literally just took my just like, finger oh. out and put the book to the side. <laughs> like oh. <laughs> oh, a cat. I looked up egg. Egg. It says. The egg is the symbol of unrealized potential, of possibilities yet to come. So to dream of an egg indicates that we have not made full conscious our nature abilities, our natural abilities. We've not made fully conscious our natural abilities. I see. There's something that you have potential to do and you've not done it. So do it for her, I I have potential to put away my washing, but I've not done it. It, this bit isn't relevant, but it says to be eating an egg, which you never got to do. I didn't get to do that, no, you're right. Shows the need to take in certain aspects of newness before we can fully explore a different way of life. Oh. So, but you didn't eat the egg, so you don't need to take in any, you don't need to change, you're fine. I don't need any newness, no. Ah. Nah. I think maybe all, like, the broken eggs are an attempt just an attempt at trying something that just doesn't work and then finally there's the the good egg with a pretty bird in it have you has there been any like projects you've been working on recently that no not really um lately it's just been everything's been a bit of a blur lately like i i keep going on like oh when i get my adhd meds because at this point like I, I just feel like I'm running on autopilot. So it's it's just very difficult to get anything done. Yeah. Um. So maybe the bird is when I finally get my meds in like six months' time. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's it's really, really difficult. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's just, yeah. It's hard to talk about. Well, it's not hard to talk about, but it's hard to put it into words, mainly because I am not medicated. <laughs> yeah. I guess it's one of those things that it must be like, like, Getting, like, glasses for your brain. Yeah, honestly, yeah. Like, I, I've, I've described it so much as I feel like my brain is just, like, TV static right now. Yeah. And even, like, back when I was working full-time, um, like, I would forget something um, and I'd get pulled into my boss and they're like, you know, what's going on? And I'm like, I, I don't know. I cannot focus. I am running on autopilot. My brain is not working. It is just like fuzzy. And it always has been. And it's just, it's becoming more and more apparent. And I don't know if that's like, I mean, it must be. But just just for clarity, I have been diagnosed 
everyone with ADHD. So I'm kind of just exploring that right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's just like, I don't know. So I think like there's always this frustration where like, you know, like with your side of the bedroom where it's like, I could try and fix that, but I'm not gonna. And it's not because you're lazy. It's just because there's no, there's just like a, a wall, you know, yeah. there's a wall and, and it, you just cannot do it. There, it's, there is a mental block that stops you from completing these tasks. And I've had it before when like I did clear my side of the bed. I got it really neat. When we had Squeak, I was like, I really want, I had the motivation because I was like, I want Squeak to be able to run around the whole bedroom. I wanted to have yeah. that space. So I cleared it all and then it just comes back and you're like, when did you, how? When did this you happen? You were all clear and now you're entirely full again. When, where did yeah. you come from? <laughs> it just sneaks yeah, back it's, in. It's like, a lot of the time it's like, if you're just on your own and left to stew in your own juices, you just <laughs> can't really get that stuff done. But if you have a reason, like you got squeak and I, like if I have someone coming around to visit me, I'm like, they cannot see my flat in this state. That's when I go into cleaning mode. <laughs> yeah. But when it's just me, I'm just like, meh. I don't know. Well. <laughs> I think as yeah, well, it's like... Yeah, it's just very difficult. It's weird. Alex is the opposite. He's like, if things aren't in their place, that stresses him out. So if I leave something on the table, he's like, no. That's not where it goes, and it, it'll yeah. get moved. And then I'm like, okay. <laughs> but the yeah, problem see, is that really helps. That that yeah. really helps. I find because my mum used to be like that. Like when I lived at home, and this was another thing that I said when I was talking to like the doctor about it. I said like when I lived at home, it wasn't so prevalent because if I left stuff on the floor, my mum would charge in and be like, "That doesn't go there," and she'd put it away. Yeah. You know? Um. So and and just so I didn't get an earful, I would do things. <laughs> But now there's no one there to give me an earful because I live on my own. So I just don't do it, you know. You want me to occasionally just turn up and tell you off? <laughs> yeah, that's honestly, yeah. Young yeah, lady, this is, does Young not lady. go here. What do, what do you call this? Why are there clothes all over the floor? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've always gone through these cycles though because I remember uh, like when I was younger in like teenage years, my room would be like an absolute, like, um, I really wanted to say a bombsy tit, but that's a <laughs> reference to this podcast I used to listen to. And they had this whole section on things that people misheard. Um, so like a kitten caboodle. And in, someone called in and said that they thought when someone said it looks like a bomb has hit it, they thought that it, the saying was, it looks like a bombsy tit. So now I use the term bombsy tip, but I know I, I know the real saying. Honest. But yeah, my room would always be a bombsy tip. And it was like, I would suddenly get to this point where it would push me the, over the edge and I would scream and I would cry and I would tidy it and I was an absolute monster. Yeah. And my mum would come in and be like, do you want any help? And I'd be like, no, I don't want any help. I was fine, I'm coping. Yeah, you get this burst of energy that happens every few months it's yeah. like right now today is the day and it's like you cancel all your plans because it's like i'm cleaning today yeah yeah and, and then it doesn't happen again <laughs> and then it just all builds up again and then you're like yeah. oh poo yeah literally big poo. I, I told you about this the other day and i just remembered when i moved into my flat in 2019 i we went to ikea and we bought lots of nice things i bought a bunch of candles blah 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 i bought a pack of lighters and i bought 
a can of lighter fluid because I was like, right, if I'm going to be lighting candles, I'm going to run out of lighter fluid. I need lighter fluid to refill my lighters for my candles. When I moved in, I never used it and I lost it. I lost the lighter fluid. So I've just been living off of lighters that people have left at the pub for the longest time (laughs) to light my candles. And the other day I went, like I I have actively looked for this lighter fluid several times (laughs) and I, I went to find a USB cable the other day in um, a drawer under my TV. So I have an Ikea unit under my TV with like the little Ikea drawers um, in the Calax shelves. And I opened it to look for a USB port, a USB cable. And literally, this can of lighter fluid was just there, <laughs> just on top of all of the shit. Yeah. And I closed the drawer again and I walked away and I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> And I opened the door again and I was like, oh my God, <laughs> it's been four years. <laughs> I think it's just like at a certain point, and I don't know if this is like an ADHD thing, but at a certain point, things very easily just become background. Background, yeah. And it's yeah. like... You just don't see it. You I get it all the time it. when, because people are like, oh, why don't you just write a post-it note to remind yourself of something? And I'll write a post-it note and I'll put it down and then it immediately blends in and I will yeah, never see that post-it see note again. You do not see the post-it note so like three months my... later, I'll be like, what is this mean? Pay tax? What? <laughs> what can that mean? <laughs> anyone's I guess. have a post-it note in front of me right now. Um, and it worked for about a week. I have a post-it note that just says meds. And I, I every day when I would take my, my tablet, I would write down the date. Or I'd cross out today's date and I'd write tomorrow's date. So I'm like, right, if tomorrow's date hasn't been crossed out, tomorrow I know I haven't had the, the tablet. I did it for one, two, three four, five, six, seven days. And then I went to Bristol for the weekend, during which time I forgot to take my tablets. <laughs> and when I got home, I didn't start doing it again. So the post-it note is just there and I keep forgetting that it's there. And every yeah. now and then I look and I'm like, I should throw that away. <laughs> it's been there for two weeks. <laughs> post-it notes just blend in. Like after a while, it's just, yep. They don't work. Yeah. They do not work. And people, I think people who don't have like ADHD, that the amount of times I've just been told like, why don't you just do it? Like, why don't you just do this thing? And I'm like, you don't understand. (laughs) I cannot do this thing. It's like the whole conversation we had with Rydian about me clicking links. Like people sending me links. Like I'm like, it's not that I'm not going to click it. It's just that I see it and I'm like, I'll click that later. And then I don't. And then when it gets later, I'm like, I'm not going to click it now. (laughs) So I just don't. And it's it's weird. It's just a very strange mental block. It's like almost like your brain is just being stubborn. You know, it's just your brain is just like, I'm not going to do that. I sometimes wonder if that's why I struggle with game tutorials. Because yeah. I've had times where I've stopped playing a game during the tutorial because I'm like, don't tell me what to do. <laughs> and I'm like, that is literally the point of a tutorial. And how then I'll be like, I'm going to skip the tutorial and play the game. And then I'll be like, well, I don't know how to play this now. So where's the fun? This game sucks. I'm, I quit. <laughs> and I can get really, really like funny about just things that are trying to be helpful. And I'm like, I, I recognize it as a bad quality in myself but I really need tutorials to be like the very hidden subtle ones where yeah. you're like running around and then it's like oh you want to get up there jump and you're like oh jump oh oh whereas yeah, if it just straight away says like press this to do this then do this then I'm just like Mah. no 
not gonna. <laughs> do you do you find that like negative feedback really affects you quite a lot? Yeah. Like you end up dwelling on it yes. a lot. Like I, I I mean this could be I mean I'm not a doctor. This could be just a thing. I mean everybody probably I mean yeah, you know, everyone probably experiences this. But there is like a thing where people with ADHD are far more sensitive to like rejection and ne- not even just negative feedback, but just feedback, you know, yeah. because it's like you're being attacked. Like if, if someone gives you positive feedback, you're like, well, why are you saying that? You know, did I do something wrong? Like, oh, did blah, 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 blah. And then you think about it for so long and you just go over it in your brain. And, and that might not necessarily be an ADHD thing. I mean, I, we're just two bitches talking about dreams. I'm, I'm not a doctor. <laughs> I don't know. But... I, I've always trailer. found that as well. <laughs> We're just two bitches talking about dreams. But it, it's In like, the words of Rhythian, Kirsty, why'd you always gotta be a bitch? <laughs> why are you always such a bitch? <laughs> Classic Rhythian. <laughs> I will literally have times before before I've started a stream where I will imagine something I'm about to do or say and then I'll imagine someone in chat saying something negative, and then I'll have an argument in my head for like five minutes before I've even begun the stream. Just at the thought of someone saying something negative, even though they've not even said it yet. It's not even happened. It's completely imagined scenario. And I'll already go into the stream with like, well, I guess guess everyone just hapes it then. Fine. (laughs) It's just, it's very silly. But I'm very much the same. Like if there's times when... The one thing I get a lot is that I will end a stream and I'll be like, I was so moody. I was so angry in that stream. And everyone thinks I'm just this moody, angry person. I am just so terrible and horrible. And then I'll go back and watch the stream and I'm there just like laughing away. And I'm like, I'm watching it. And I'm like, I was feeling really angry at that point, but I don't show it at all. It's like I was saying this the other day. There was a stream that I did. And I got really upset on the stream. And then someone was like, I was watching it and you just looked like you were concentrating. You were fine. I was like, really? Do I just not show emotions? Is this this the problem? (laughs) I'm there like, wow, this is a real dramatic display of emotion right now. And everyone else is just seeing me like... (laughs) (laughs) Another one as well is like, you, you find... Do you ever find that you have like these moments where you just feel like a silly goose and you're just constantly messaging people and annoying them. Yes. And then you have a moment of clarity where you're like, oh no, I'm being really cringe. I want to go back and delete everything I just said. <laughs> <laughs> but they've seen it now. It's too late. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Over explaining, I guess, is like a big, yeah. that's one of, that's one of the big ones. Um, yeah. Cause I do that. I felt I had one of those posts the other day that was really calling out and it was like when um, people send messages and then it was like in brackets and then they feel the need to put things in parentheses because they couldn't get their point across in the first place succinctly enough. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, shut up. It's true. It's true. (laughs) Don't be like that. (laughs) I'm always like, it's why I think I overuse like if I send a sentence that doesn't have an emote in it, I'm like, I see. I feel so like I'm being angry. really angry. Yeah. I need to do a, a although didn't there was that post recently about how like thumbs up and smiley faces are very passive aggressive. Yeah. 
Well, I, I think they are too. And I've said that to Rydian because Rydian's like, oh, I'm so passive aggressive, like sarcastically. Because <laughs> he commented <laughs> on it. And he's just like, look at the, like, he, I think he posted a conversation between him and Ben where they were just thumbs up emojiing each other. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, look how aggressive this is. <laughs> <laughs> but there are times when like, we'll say something in our little Kirby Craft chat and then Rhythium will react with a thumbs up emote and I can't it's help like, but feel oh, like he is oh no. fuming right now. He is so angry. <laughs> We've really annoyed him this time. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's why I use so many exclamation marks when I talk. Like, I, I just, I overuse the exclamation mark button so much. Yeah. Because I just want to, I want to sound happy and engaged. And if I don't put an exclamation mark there, I sound really angry. That's what I, like, the last stage of me sending an email is going back and making myself remove at least three exclamation marks. Because otherwise yep, it's like, too. thank you for your email. How are you doing? Hope this finds you well. Love the game. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, calm down now. Calm down. Just chill. <laughs> Like, I, I have done the same. I've gone back and been like, right, every sentence has ended with an exclamation mark. I need to put a few full stops in here just to balance it out. <laughs> <laughs> but then you get some people who will just reply to messages and it's like they just, it's like they don't have constant social anxiety. And you're like, how yeah, have you done this? Weird. How do you? Weird. How have you? It's like when um, I got, I think was it a reply from Ben the other day? And if... If I didn't know Ben, I would have seen the reply and been like, wow, he hates me. But I think it's just, I think it is just like people being used to a certain, oh yeah, I sent him a message that said, you've probably seen these before, but there are Warhammer stamps with a link. And he replied, haha, wow, thanks. And I was like, oh my gosh. (laughs) That's the angriest message I've ever received. Yeah, literally, if we like we're replying to that, it would be like, oh my god, that's so cool! I've not seen that before! Exclamation mark! Exclamation mark! Gif. Thank you for sending me that. <laughs> Gif. <laughs> Reaction. <laughs> oh, I had one yesterday. Like, <laughs> this is by the way, this is no reflection on these people that we're talking about. It's just the fact that we are just far too energetic in our replies. Yeah. So we were playing code names last night um, on Discord. And I was on a team with Xylus and Rhythian was the spymaster. And Rhythian gave a clue and the clue was Maxillic. And Maxillic is Zoe's Pathfinder character. And Zoe's Pathfinder character is basically a little goblin inventor and they make stuff. They have like a mech suit. They they eat candy all the time. They chew a lot of bubble gum. And one of the clues on the thing was gum. And I was like, right. Bubblegum. Because literally the session before that, Zoe's character had sent Duncan's character away to buy bubblegum specifically. Yeah. Um, and I was like, that's got to be gum. It's got to be gum. But the thing is, the team on the other side, the turn before that, their clue was grandpa or granddad. And Xylus was like, well, they might be gummy because they've got no teeth. So Xylus <laughs> was like, right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to DM you, Kirsty. And he DM'd me and he was like, gum might be theirs because granddad. And I was like, okay. But Max eats a lot of candy and Max sent Duncan to get gum last session. And Zyla sits in on our sessions and just listens. And he just said, I am aware. (laughs) (laughs) And I was just like, okay, (laughs) Zyla. I am aware. I am aware. Do you think me a fool? (laughs) 
like, okay, that's the end of that. Turns out Gum was the answer, but Silas didn't want to pick it. So he wasn't that aware. <laughs> See, I'm like, I'm so bad with games like that. Like I did um, Mysterium Park the other day, which is like, basically it's a game where most of the players play mediums who solve a murder through uh, dreams. And I was the ghost and the ghost is the person who gives the dreams. And you basically get these cards and you just have to give them to the people and hope that that's enough clues for who they are on this board. And yeah. it's always one of those games that I'm just like, oh yeah, this thing and this card, this is really obviously connected to this. And as mm-hmm. soon as you put that card down, people would just be like, oh, well, it has to be that one because blah, blah, blah. And you're just like, oh. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. That's just classic Mysterium. Oh God, I had a similar thing with Codename yesterday. Sorry, we've gone so far off topic. <laughs> I like that you had a yesterday. dream about going through space and we're just like, yeah, whatever. Anyway, this stuff. Yeah, anyway, ADHD, <laughs> Codenames, Lamel. Um, so I was on a team with Xylus and Rhythian and I was the spy master uh, in this other one. Just speaking of how people always misconstrue clues. And I had shed and carrot that I had to get across to them. And I was like, right an allotment because like in an allotment you'll have like a, a crusty old shed and you'll probably be growing some carrots and i sat there and i thought will Rhythian and xylus know what an allotment is is this more of a britishism yeah and i was like you know what fuck it i'm doing it so i said allotment as soon as i sent the clue zoe was like i'm so sorry Kirsty." <laughs> <laughs> and Rhythian and xylus are suddenly like right okay an allotment of time an allotment <laughs> of, in a parade and an allotment of but, but, like oh no <laughs> I, I foresaw this I, I i dug my own grave here oh jeez, yeah <laughs> code names is classic for it like people just think people just think so differently and i think that's like circling back around to like games again i think that's one of the things that people don't realize when they're in chat watching you play a game is that there are certain, like, if you're doing a puzzle game, there are certain things you'll get straight away. And then there are certain things that just aren't the way you think and they don't align. And people are there like, yeah. oh my God, it's right I there. I can't believe you can't I'm see this. ripping bodily parts off because I'm so annoyed. And I'm just like, yeah, but there's something that I would see that I would get straight away and you might think. Like, it's just... Yeah. <sighs> it's like um, when I played Amnesia, The Dark Descent, that game was so perfect for me because the answer to every puzzle was the first thing I thought of and I was just like wow I am a gamer I I know exactly what I'm doing here like there was a point where you had to throw a rock at something and I was like oh there's rocks on the floor I'm gonna throw rocks and I threw a rock and it it solved the puzzle and I was just like oh my god and there was another point where I I don't know where to go there's a bed there I moved the bed there's a hole under the bed oh my god I'm a genius and it was just these small (laughs) things yeah. And every single puzzle, I absolutely nailed it first try. And I was like, I love this game. But then after that, people are like, you should play Soma because Soma is very similar. It's like a, a spooky, spooky, puzzly horror game. So I played that. Hated it. Yeah. Hated it. Every single puzzle, I was just like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> this sucks. I miss amnesia when I could throw rocks at things. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas chat's just like, this game is so good. And everyone you talk to loves that game. But I just did not click with it because I just couldn't get my head around the puzzles. It's like any puzzle game that has that puzzle in that is like 
you have to get all the lights lit up and you press this button and it unlights this one but lights this one and you press this button and it lights up these two and you press I have never actually sat down and figured out one of those games I've literally spammed the buttons until it works because yep. I'm just there's something about that particular puzzle that I'm just like nope 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 <laughs> them every time because i just it's one of those block things again that i'm just like yeah i'm not you see it I'm and you're just like it. nope <laughs> i'm just gonna force it it's another one was um is it towers of hanoi is that what it's called where you have the three towers and you need to like move the smaller ones from the top like left and oh. right and eventually you can move the bigger ones at the bottom yeah and i was playing knights of the old republic and that had a tower of hanoi puzzle in it and I've, I think I had quite a lot of trouble with it. I was just like, God, I, I hate this. I can't get my head around it. But eventually I managed it with chat's help. And then I played Mass Effect after that. Same devs. And there was another one. And I was just like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> But I think that game finally uh, helped me overcome my anger towards Tower of Annoyed Puzzles. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> so I can do them now. It's just the flashing lights that we avoid. Yeah. But that puzzle's fine. <laughs> oh we have gone so off topic we have we've been talking it's been for great though it's, so it's been so nice <laughs> uh, it's just been us chatting i'll just quickly look up space <laughs> whilst i've got my book here i love I that forgot i was even in space you went to space and i was like okay i'm gonna look up egg <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing that stuck out to me it's um, dustbin in the book <laughs> in dreams when we are aware of the space we occupy no not that space that's the other space there's, there's the theory of space this is i need space space um oh this will annoy a few people underneath it says spade see shovel people get very annoyed oh. at people not knowing the difference between a spade and a oh, shovel no. um oh here we go space is a representation of a cosmic center a place that is was and ever shall be this idea can widen our present view of the world. There you go. Oh. You've just widened your view of the world. Nice. I've widened my view of the world to by include Bryony. Trash. Oh. <laughs> my view of the world is just trash because that's what my bedroom is full of. I guess there was like, was there, you were swimming across in the trash, weren't you? There was water in there. So that's like... Yeah, it was like a swimming pool. It was literally like a swimming pool. Um... And we were in the dustbins uh, sailing across. <gasps> like in The Hobbit. Yeah. Yeah. It was but like being in the barrels, barrels in The Hobbit. Yeah. It's, uh... It was dustbins in a swimming pool. <laughs> <laughs> Very discount Hobbit. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Also, side note, I've just noticed that my socks have a hole in them. Oh, should I check mine? <laughs> oh, I think these are actually... No, I've got a good pair on today. I splashed out. I got some straight Ooh, off the washing fancy. line. see. And um, yeah, these are these are good ones. Oh, oh, well, a good pair of socks. Yes, um, I guess we. I remember when I first said to Alex I was going to start doing a podcast, and he was like, "You should probably aim for one that's like thirty minutes long. Otherwise, people thirty minutes. Yeah, <laughs> otherwise, like you know, people might start to like drift off after like thirty minutes or so. Um, I don't think we could talk for thirty minutes. I don't no. think we could be limited to. <laughs> It's <laughs> not enough. No. Not enough. No. No time for several tangents. You didn't even didn't even have time for your your dream today. We'll have to save it next week. Oh yeah, got one in the bag in the bank. One in the bag. In the bag bank. 
Well, it was time for me to do some dreams anyway. I've been slacking. Nice. I'm glad you've got your dreams back. Me too. Me too. Hopefully they don't leave again for a while. Yep. We just have to get more guests on. That's fine. (laughs) Yeah. Just to fill the the dead air. Yeah. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for a lovely chat, Kirsty. Thank you, Bryony, and thank you everyone for listening. And um, until next time, bye bye for now. Bye bye. Oh, bye bye.